Well, Shabbat Shalom, everybody. All right, well, my service has gone a little bit longer than usual today. But, uh, you know, it's typically, it's a tradition among, at Shavuot time, that you study all night. All, you know, a lot of places will be opening up their study halls tonight, studying all the way through the night till the morning. So, you ready for that? Everybody get a cup of coffee? No. But I, I did want to share a few things from today's the Sora portion of, for us. I want to talk about, about Revelation. You know, there are different kinds of knowledge in the world. And uh, we have lots of ways of atta- obtaining that knowledge. Man is very good at it. We probe the universe. We have all of our measuring sticks, our rulers, and all those other kinds of things to uh, gather facts. And you can gather lots and lots of facts today any way you want to. Go on the internet and boom, any factoid you ever wanted to know will be laid out before you in in minutes or seconds even. Uh, It's the way ordinary knowledge is given, da'at. But there is another kind of knowledge, a knowledge which we cannot discover. And that we call revelation. Those things which cannot be known by any other means than God choosing to reveal himself. We have two examples that we commemorate on this day. The first happened at Sinai when God chose the people of Israel, brought them to the mountain, and there gave us the Torah. We could not have known those things. We would not have deduced who he is or what he is or what his demands might be had he not revealed himself supernaturally to us. It is no wonder then that our people were afraid on that morning or evening or whatever time it was when the mountain shook and thunder blasted from the, from the mountain. And again, we see it in the second thing that we commemorate today, which is that day of Shavuot after the ascension of our Messiah. You know, when uh, last week... Uh, we, uh, we were together at a conference and we were, a few of us were there earlier because we had some meetings that we went to. And we commemorated the 40th day of the Omer. Why? Why would we commemorate the 40th day of the Omer as Messianic Jewish believers? Why would we do that? We do it because that's the day that Messiah Yeshua ascended into heaven. That's our Lagba Omer, if you will. It's the day our Messiah left to ascend into heaven. And he told his disciples to wait in Jerusalem and a word would be given to them. And so, on that day, we just read about it, God revealed himself in mighty ways. Revelation. It's the only thing that gives true understanding and knowledge. So first, let's, take a, so let's just take a look at some of these scriptures together and just say a brief word about each of them.
The first is from the second, from the four, uh, verses 4 through 6 in Acts chapter 2. It says, And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit was giving them utterance. Now there were Jews living in Jerusalem, devout men from every nation under heaven. And when the sound occurred, the crowd came together and were bewildered because each one of them was hearing them speak in his own language. This is Revelation. You know, there's, a, there's an ancient story, a, a legend, about the day of the giving of Torah. That when the children of Israel heard the thunder from the mountain of God, they didn't know what it was. They couldn't make it out. But the rabbis say that it was God speaking the Torah in the language, all the languages of the world. All the 70 languages known to mankind at the time. All at once. And just in the same way on this, uh, on this day of Shavuot, as the children, as the disciples of Messiah Yeshua were assembled, I believe, on the southern steps of the Temple Mount. Where else could so many people fit? And what happened? You see, we, 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 want, we want to focus on the tongues of fire because that's spectacular, right? That these tongues of fire came down upon all of the people. In fact, the rabbis say that when God spoke the Ten Commandments, the Ten Commandments came out as fire and landed on all of the children of Israel. The same way, fire comes out from uh, heaven and lands on the, on the disciples of Messiah Yeshua, and they begin to speak in other languages. This is not some kind of ecstatic experience. This is a real language, and there's a reason for it being spoken, so that people will hear in their own language the revelation of God. God reveals himself in his word. Right? He reveals himself... By giving us this. How devoted are we to this? That's why the tradition among our people on this night is to study Torah all night. It's not just to commemorate the giving of the Torah, but the notion that revelation comes first and foremost through the Word of God. We're all looking for a word we're all hoping that God will speak to us. And here it is. He's speaking clearly if you will only listen today. So, first, God speaks through his word. Secondly, God reveals himself in his spirit. It says in this portion... But this was what was spoken through the prophet Joel. And it shall be in the last days, God says, that I'll pour forth my spirit on all mankind. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. And your old men shall dream dreams. Even on my bond slaves, both men and women, I will in those days pour forth my spirit. And they shall prophesy. So secondly, it's through the spirit of God which indwells us. And here's the thing. All of us who have come to know Messiah Yeshua have been given this gift. God is not, you know, does not withhold it. But, are we listening? 
are we hearing? See, just like in Torah study, if we're not devoted to Torah study, if it's a casual matter with us, if we only look at it when we have to, or it's not, we don't know it, we don't even remember the last time we picked it up. How will we know? And then it's the same way with the Spirit of God. If we do not sit quietly, pray, and listen for the Spirit within us, it's impossible to hear. Paul tells us that we, through our action, can hinder the work of the Spirit in our life. What are we doing that hinders that work? You see, it's just like listening. Listening is a different thing than hearing. And if we listen for the Spirit of God, then God will pour out that Spirit, that Spirit of prophecy on all of us, in which we will know we will know in a way that we cannot know otherwise because that comes only through revelation, which is what this day is all about. Revealing God, revealing that which cannot be known by any other means. So you need to listen to the Spirit of God in you if indeed you know him. And you listen. Thirdly, and most importantly, God reveals himself in his Messiah. And so it says in this portion, Brethren, I may confidently say to you regarding the patriarch David that he both died and was buried and his tomb is with us to this day. And so because he was a prophet and knew that God had sworn to him with an oath to seat one of his descendants on his throne, He looked ahead and spoke of the resurrection of the Messiah, that he was neither abandoned to Hades, nor did his flesh suffer decay. This Yeshua God raised up again, to which we are all witnesses. Therefore, having been exalted to the right hand of God, and having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, he has poured forth this, which you both see and hear. It is most especially through our Messiah Yeshua that God reveals himself. Now, some of you have heard this from me before, but I want to repeat it. In the universe I occupy, we are within the creation. We're like in a bubble of creation. God is everything outside that. So there is no way for me to know God. He is utterly and completely transcendent. I cannot reach him. No matter what kind of spaceship I build, no matter what kind of rays I build, no whatever man's knowledge thinks it can achieve. God is outside of that. And the only way I will ever know anything about it is what he will tell me what he chooses to give to me. How he humbles himself to to stand within his creation so that I can get a glimpse of the eternal. This he has done most especially through his son, Messiah Yeshua. And if you do not know him intimately, you are lost. You are lost. Because one day this bubble will fold up 
like a sheet. And there will be a new world. And he will be the king. So that, so what am I saying to you? Come to know who the Messiah is. Don't make it enough. Oh, I believe in him. Oh, yes, I confess Jesus. It's not good enough. This is eternal life. That they come to know God and the one whom he has sent, his son Yeshua. That is eternal life. And that can only be attained through the revelation of Yeshua. There's no other way. So on this day of revelation, I invite us to open ourselves up to the revelation that God gives through his word, through his spirit, and most especially through his son. May we all come to know God in a new and powerful way. One last scripture. God, after he spoke long ago to the fathers and the prophets in many portions and many ways in these last days, has spoken to us in his son. Not by, not through, but in him. The one whom he appointed heir of all things, through whom he made the whole world. and Everything in it. And he is the exact, he is the radiance of his glory. The Shekinah of God. The exact representation of his nature upholding all things by the word of his power. The one who sustains everything and who is all in all. You know, there's a story. Can I ask the the guys to bring the table over because we're going to do something special today. There's a story which comes from Pesikta de Rav Kahana, a, a book Gene and I have studied in, in the Hebrew very hard. <laughs> it's a book of uh, Midrash. It says, uh, in there there's a story in which it says, Rab, uh, Rabbi Levi said, the Holy One appeared to Israel at Sinai as though he were a statue with faces on every side. A thousand people might be looking at the statue, but it would appear to each to be looking directly at him. So too, when the Holy One spoke, each and every person in Israel could say, the divine word is addressing me. The divine word spoke to each person according to his or her peculiar capacity. God is speaking to all of us today according to our own capacity. Now it's up to us to respond. Let's respond to him today.